from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hump day, middle of the week, Wednesday, and welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, and boy, we are glad you're with us. Lots to get to today as we continue our countdown to Friday night. And Saturday afternoon, high school football all across the family radio a family of radio stations here uh, in the building. Uh, glad you're with us as uh, we kick off a new day. Here's the deal: you want to uh, reach out to us? We got a couple of ways to get to us. You can do it by phone at two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Let it ring; we'll get to you. I promise. Or you can you can you can hit us up on the the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line. Thanks to CNC Collision Center for sponsoring the text line. But they've been with us a long time, haven't they, Ward Whites? Yes. And thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you very much for being with the CNC Collision Center. 254 662 1660 is that text line. Uh, I, to clean up, by the way, good morning, Ward. How are you? Outstanding. Thank you. Ryan, how are you? Doing well. Happy hump day. Good. Hey, do we need to sing to your dad? Is your dad's like 21st birthday or something? Oh, yeah. So. Same age as me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to clean up a little little information, you know, yesterday we got into the conversation about Mojo and Odessa Permian and and the, the you know the number twenty for the quarterback on the even years and number twenty five for the quarterback on the odd years. Which I didn't know that. No, I, I, I knew sp- the twenty, but I didn't know they moved twenty five spoke- on. Yeah, the odd years. I spoke to Mike Patton. Mm-hmm. Mike Patton. Uh, I believe he's a Baylor alum, in fact, but Mike Patton did the play-by-play for Odessa Permian football on radio for 45 years. 45. Stopped in 2018. So I said, Mike, what's the story on 20 and 25? And he remembers that it was in the early 70s that they started doing it, but he doesn't know why. (laughs) And he said, I'm going to do some investigating. So he started talking to some of the old-timers in town. And they didn't know why. So he's still researching that for us. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Wow. I am not kidding you. I I didn't know the the reasoning behind it. Well, no. And that's why I asked you during a break yesterday, hey, why do they do that? And I kind of looked at you perplexed and went, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And started making some phone calls. That makes me feel better that nobody knows. (laughs) Right. Well, and I texted our, you know, our our buddy, our historian for high school football, Craig Way. And I said, Craig said, I think it was 72, but I don't know why. Nobody knows why. Somebody's got to know. But when the guy that's been doing radio for 45 years knows that it, it started in the 70s, you know, what is that, 50 years ago? Uh but he doesn't know why. Have we asked Greg Tepper yet? No, but you know we might Friday when we visit with him. Yeah, we'll throw him a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, isn't that strange? But he, again, Mike started talking to people around Odessa 
that might know. And there was two or three guys. I think that he, some of the guys at the coffee shop would yeah, know. That's exactly right. And I think that's kind of the guys he he reached out to. He called me yesterday afternoon. He said, Tom, I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. He said, but I'm not giving up. I'm going to find out. Huh. But, but he, he he does know that, you know, it's the you know, 20 and 25. It's a tradition. Yeah, he did talk about two brothers that both played quarterback. And one wore 20, one wore 25. And I said, okay, that's great, but why? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of fun. I thought that was um, – huh. So we – and now it's kind of driving – you know, and I told him, I said, Mike, this is driving me crazy now, which is a short trip, by the way. Uh, I, I, I want to know. I want to know why and how it began, what, what you know, what coach began that tradition – and all this began, by the way, when we started discussing Coach Gaines and, and the death of Coach Gaines uh, at Odessa Permian. Uh, he, he passed away, I think, yesterday or day before. And, uh, you know, he was he was the coach that was featured during the, during the, um, the I guess, the movie, uh, you know, Friday Night Lights. And, and so, uh, you know, he was there for, for four years. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, uh, so just curious if 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 we if we could find the reason why they wore twenty and twenty five. So anyway, we'll 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 see if we can't figure that out for you. <laughs> but you know, I in, I don't know. I don't know if you're curious at all. But I no, I want to know. I I do too. I mean, it, you know, if you kind of if you kind of have a passion, huh? Okay, so we got somebody on the phone. Uh, who says that he knows, and we'll we'll see if we we've got somebody who knows. So, hang on just a second. Hi, who's this? Hey, Tom, Sean Hunt. Hey, Sean, how are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Y'all, uh, y'all, um, I've got the answer for you. Lay it on uh, us. Uh, Tam, Tam Hollingshead was um, the defense coordinator for Gary Gaines, and he came to Temple in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I met with him, visited with him a few times, and. And we talked about that. That was a numbering system. The quarterbacks were two for, you know, they. Uh, I think the fullbacks were 30s and the running backs were 40s. So it was a numbering system. Gotcha. So Part of the offensive scheme then. They're, exactly. Their play calls are, are for those numbers. You'd think the quarterback would be a one, but, you know, if you want to make him a two, you may, in Odessa you make him a two, right, Sean? There you go. There hey. you go. He brought it to Temple and uh, – had a big tight end playing uh, quarterback, and he was, I think he was 20, 21, something like that. So on the even years, you wear 20. The quarterback wears 20, and on the odd years, they wear 25. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Hey, Sean, how are you, buddy, by the way? Hey, we're doing great. We're doing great. Enjoy your show, guys, and get ready for some football. UBEO going going well and doing, doing good things? Yes, sir. We're busy. We're good, busy, Tom. Good deal. Hey, hey, Sean, thanks. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. You do. You do the same. Sean Hunt, uh, why wouldn't I know that he would know? I mean, and that makes sense because, I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I was hoping it was something more elaborate than that. Yeah, me too. Like, you know, know, number 14 got his jersey ripped off and he grabbed number 16 and he got it. And they were down to number 20 as they were driving against Midland League. No, it was a numbering system. (laughs) Kind of of a letdown you want to Yeah, that's boring. (laughs) Yeah. All right, uh, listen, I thought about you last night, Ward Whites, 
uh, I was bouncing around and, and just decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to watch the Subway Series. The New York Yankees and the New York Mets. And by the way, I'm not the only one watching the Subway Series. No, in, no. In New York alone, they're averaging well over 600,000 on television watching the game. Just in New York. Wow. I think they said two, uh, Monday night's game was 617,000 watching the Yes Network or whatever it is. Uh, so there you go. But I watched the game and I thought to myself, this is such an entertaining baseball game. And, and yeah, you're going to have the big fly. Aaron Judge left the yard again last night. That one's driven deep to left field. There's a flight. See ya. A long home run for Judge. One nothing Yankees. Yankees score two in that inning. They score two in the fourth. Then the Mets score a run in the fifth and a run in the sixth. Then the Yankees add two in the seventh. But let me tell you, this is why it, 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 I, I thought of Ward. Last night, in that game, late in the game, the Mets had a runner at first base. And guess what Buck Showalter asked his hitter to do? Lay down a bunt. You got it, Toyota. Late in the game. With a runner at first base, Aaron Boone had a had a batter at the plate, and guess what he asked him to do? Very nice. Lay down a bunt. Very nice. Both managers used the sacrifice, not swing and see how far you can hit it. <laughs> Let's get a guy in scoring position and see if we can't produce a run. Both managers. I love and, it. And then late in the game, uh, with two on, here comes a left-handed batter to the plate for the Mets. And everybody's screaming. You know, the, the two announcers, well, they got the left-hander ready. They're going to get uh, whoever it is on the mound. I wouldn't paint, you know. Guess what? Aaron Boone said, my guy's going pretty well. I'm not going to use lefty-lefty matchup and analytics and all that. He left the guy out there. He said because he didn't use the paper test and he didn't use the analytics, he used the eyeball test. And the eyeball test said my guy's going well. I like it. He's only thrown, four, you know, he was working out of the pen for 40 something pitches. So you're telling me basically that they used baseball strategy to try to win that baseball game. That's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> and you know what? I th- I got to thinking I said, "Well, maybe that's why both of these clubs have well over 70 wins and are going to win their division. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they have managers that go, you know what, I'll use that data as part of the process to making my decision, but I'm going to make the when decision. When it comes down to winning a real baseball game, you go back to baseball. Yes, and you take all the information Gee, that you can get. That's shocking. Yeah, you take all the information you can get, and then you as the manager make a decision, and you live with it. <laughs> and that's what Aaron Boone and Buck Showalter did last night. It was a, I enjoyed it. It felt it felt like an old fashioned game. And I'm telling you, it's old a, fashioned. It, well, well, that's what I call it because that's how they play the game. They play the game like like it should be played. But and it was cool because the stadium had, even though it was it was this game it happened to be at Yankee Stadium. It was it had I would say it had 50 percent Met fans in it. 
mm-hmm. 50% Yankee fans in it. It was it was a cool atmosphere. It was it was fun. That was boy, I, I, you know, we've talked about the Field of Dreams game giving some energy to baseball in the middle of the year. Well, this Subway series I think gives baseball some energy late in the year. This was good. This was good stuff last night. I like it. I mean, it was and and I'll say this about the guys from TNT. Uh, I didn't know who they were, but it didn't matter. They gave you the the pertinent information, and then a lot of times they just got out of the way of the game and let the pictures tell the story. And I just thought, hey, this is good stuff. But uh, that was a lot of fun. It, it it was. It was the you know the the Yankees and the Subway Series, and now you know you've got. Uh, You've got two teams in New York, and how often is that, Ward? How often do you see two teams in New York both going well? I mean, where the Yankees and the Mets are, Not very often. are, are both big-time winners. The Yankees right now have 76 wins. The New York Mets right now have 79 wins. That's a lot of winning in the Big Apple. Yeah. So... Mets are. And you're used to the Yankees being in that situation. You're not used to the Mets being in that situation. No, you're right. And the Mets have got to keep winning because Atlanta's breathing right down their neck. The Braves are just two games back in the uh, in the National League East and in the American League East. Uh, Tampa Bay is eight games back of the Yankees, but the Yankees are fighting the Astros, who won last night. Uh, and picked up their 79th win. That's Verlander going six innings, no hit baseball. We're going to talk about that in our next segment. I, it, there's a million and one ways to look at it, but Dusty Baker made the decision to pull Verlander, and we'll talk about that next. But first, let's check the weather forecast here on ESPN Central Texas, where we've got overcast skies again today. How about that? The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms today in the afternoon, otherwise partly sunny. Highs near 89, north winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, at 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms hang around before 8 p.m., otherwise partly cloudy. Lows down around 73 this evening. Northeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Currently, 75 degrees. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Aggies were 6, Bears 10, Oklahoma 9. And Aaron, remind me where the University of Texas was in the AP poll. They were not ranked. Oh, man. They... 27th receiving votes. Okay. All right. We're going to get some receiving votes, uh, T-shirts, passed around that'll be fun the matt mosley show weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on espn central texas hey folks Derek scott here with jim turner chevrolet i'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in a month of august that means you can go back to school in style so call us today and reserve your new chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in central texas and don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer so give us a call 840-3261 or shop us 24 7 at turnerschevy.com and remember folks we're just a heartbeat away in mcgregor we're a treat you 
Rock family. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years, and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Baseball is back and the schedule is set. Now's the time to make plans for your group to join us for our Rangers game this season. You and your crew will see our exciting team that features baseball's best middle infield, all in the climate-controlled comfort of Globe Life Field. Group tickets for 15 or more start at just $10 a piece. Let us help your group find the best space and the best deal. Call 972-RANGERS today or visit TexasRangers.com. Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid of how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then head out to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center September 3rd and 4th. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, September 3rd, 9 to 5, and Sunday, September 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service and Good Feet. All right, 18 after 7. Rise and shine. Having that second cup of coffee. This is uh, Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. RJ Achua, blogging the boys, ESPN San Antonio. Covers the Cowboys like no other. Will join us at 7.30 today. And to talk about, uh, well, they made some decisions in the kicking game. <laughs> Ward, is, Ward is shaking his head in disgust. We'll talk about that with RJ and Joe coming up at 730. Uh, five roster moves yesterday to get down to 81. They've got one guy on the on the roster that uh, has a, a roster exemption. So 
Uh, they're not at 80. They're at 81. You got to get to 53, what, by next Tuesday, I think? I think that's correct. Uh, so there's still a lot to be done and some decisions to be made on who's going to the who's going to the practice squad, who's going to the unemployment line, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, McCarthy and the and the Cowboys, excuse me, Jones and the Cowboys have a lot of de- decisions to make on who's going to be on this roster in uh, 2023. Uh, How do you feel about this roster, the way it's built right now? Mm, it, it's, it's thin, I'll say that. I think it's I think it's incredibly thin. There's not a ton of depth anywhere, really. Uh no, they in certain spots they got a lot of players, but I don't think they have a lot of depth. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean it makes it makes sense. I mean they're gonna have the same amount of players as everybody else, but Yeah, but I'm talking about no, right now in certain no, positions. There's no depth anywhere. Yeah, they've got four or five quarterbacks floating around. I mean, but, you know. There's some Defensive line, oh, they've got one quarterback floating around. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. They got four listed on the roster, but uh, there's one quarterback in in the in the building. It looks like. Uh, it, so we'll get to, we'll we'll get to that with RJ coming up at seven thirty. Uh, <laughs> started asking. No, I don't. I don't want to get you started already. I do want to. Th- this is how tough. Look, the Astros won last night, and they're chasing the best record in baseball. And the best record in the American League. You know, they're looking for home field. Uh, and they won what? They've won 78, 79. What did I say earlier? Anyway, right now they've got the best record in the American League. And you've got to look down the road as a manager. I know you've got to manage today, but you've got to look down the road. First of all, the Astros win yesterday over Minnesota 4-2. to two. And Jordan Alvarez went 1-4. for four. And there's a story where Alvarez's parents from Cuba – Saw him play his first major. They saw Alvarez play in a major league game for the first time, mm-hmm. coming from which is kind of cool. And they also got to see Dusty Baker make what I think is a, is a very difficult decision. I don't guess it was for him, and I and I see how he's looking at things. Uh, Verlander completed six innings, guys. Six innings, no runs, no hits, no walks, no walks, and punched out 10, lowering his ERA to 187. So he's got a no-hitter going, and Dusty Baker says, give me the baseball, you're done. Mm-hmm. Now, there's several ways to look at that. A, you could say, what in the world are you doing? The guy's, the guy's mowing him down and is in 100% command here. Give him the baseball back and let him keep going. The other way to look at it is he threw 91 pitches. He's 39 years old. You're deep in the season, and you want him throwing in October, and you don't want him wore out before you get to postseason play. I, I, so That's fine. You know, and, and we've seen it before. We've seen it early in the year where the pitchers aren't at maximum, and you've seen managers take a guy out after four or five innings where they're they're, they're they got a no hitter going. Well, what you're alluding to right there is exactly what Verlander said in the post game show. He said that you know he'd rather go deep in the games in, in in regular season, but he'd like to be ready for the postseason and be fresh and strong for that. Yeah, and that's. 
So he gets it. You're right, and, and so did Dust, Dusty Baker. You know, Dusty, right there, you, you've got to – again, you've got to – sure, he wants his guy to go get a no-hitter. He'd love for his guy to get a no-hitter. And if he's at 89 pitches or, or 79 pitches, maybe he goes out there for another inning. But he was at 91. He was pushing 100. He, the guy's almost 40 years old. He's 16-3. and three. 16 and 3 in the well, ERA at 1.87. And there's also something else. 91 pitches for a 30 year old guy is a lot. 91 pitches for a 30 year old guy the first season after Tommy John is a a a, a load. Yeah. Is a huge load. So he How about a guy nearly 40? Orlander's yeah. nearly 40 years of age. So I mean, you know, 10 15 years ago, he would have you know, not wanted to do that. But now he realizes, hey, look, I'm in for the longevity of this stuff, and we have a legitimate chance to be in the championship. Without a trash can lid. So. Sorry. So, I mean, let's let's be honest here. Yeah. I mean, which was more important? Yeah. Overall. But can, you, but can you imagine sitting in the stands watching this unfold, this this gym, this terrific outing, and you look, you went to get some popcorn and you come back and go, who's pitching? What what happened here? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you got a guy that has not surrendered a hit. He has not surrendered a walk. I mean. It's very unusual, but it's very smart baseball. I, I You know what? I agree, and I don't think, and as you pointed out, I don't think Verlander disagreed. No, he didn't have a problem with it at and all. don't you know, and here's the other piece to this, don't you know that Dusty was in communication with Verlander all along? How do you feel? Where are we going? Verlander was probably, he's a crafty old veteran. He was involved in the decision-making process. Well, it I, wasn't just, you know, cracking a whip, you're coming out of the game. No, you know? this, is, that, this has been a conversation between them. When you get to... 80, 90, 91, 95 pitches in a ball game. What are we going to do at that point? No matter what the situation is, what's comfortable for you and what's best for this baseball team? Right. That conversation has been had, especially coming off Tommy John, especially being 39 years old. They've had that conversation before. So when he saw Dusty come out or, you know, they're sitting in the dugout in between innings. Hand me the ball. Yeah. yeah, They they looked at each other and went, yeah, that's it's time. The only argument I've got is there's a difference between 91 stressful pitches and 91 low-stress pitches, and he didn't seem to have a stressful inning. I mean, yeah, there, but there's I mean, nobody like, on base. Again, it, I don't think the stressful comes into contact when you're coming off Tommy John no, surgery. I, 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 I get that. I'm just saying that's my only argument to let him maybe have another inning. But yeah. he's not going nine. No, if he's, he's not, if you're if not he's gonna, at 91 already, if, yeah. If you're if he's at 91 and and he's not going to go the complete way, just shut it down. And that's exactly what they did. But you, you I, I thought about our conversation the other day. What would Nolan Ryan do? <laughs> well, you'd have had to. <laughs> yeah, you you'd have had to hog time and drug him off the mound. You couldn't get the baseball out of his hand for anything. No. There's no way you Nolan get Ryan the baseball. Was a different animal. Yeah, he was, but there's no. But there was a lot of guys like that back in the seventies, and and you're not getting the baseball out of their hand. Well, you're Nolan not, Ryan would throw 130 pitches a game. It never blinked on, on average, and so that's just. That's the way Nolan was built. He went complete games more than anybody. No well, hit or hit. And that's what he used to say when he was with the Rangers. 
in a in 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 the front office capacity. He goes, watch the guy, and when you think he's out of gas, then you go get him. You don't need a pitch count to determine if he's out of gas no, or not. You, don't. you watch him. Mm-hmm. If he, you know, if he loses, and Nolan not, Ryan would pitch nine innings and go ride the bike for an hour and a half and do his interviews on the bike. Yeah. Well, in his point being. You you don't. It's not about walks and hits. It's about command. Is he hitting his spots? Is he missing his spots? That's what he was talking about. And when it's time to go get him, you go get him again. It's letting the manager manage the team instead of going. Oh oh, he's getting near that magical one hundred. And I don't know where did the one hundred come from. Why isn't it one hundred five? Right. Why isn't it ninety five? I don't know. I have to ask a, a a better baseball guy than me. I don't. Right, I but don't the know. number's one hundred. He's around that 100 pitch count. Got to get him out of there. So, anyway, I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, but I, you, you knew exactly what the thought process was when you saw that. Because, again, they're looking for Verlander to be the guy in October, not yeah. the guy in August. They, they want to they wanna win a world championship. Yeah. And they can't do it without him. And they got a legitimate chance to do it because – Look, they aren't afraid one iota of the New York Yankees. They win today. They've got 80 wins. Yeah. And and we still got a week left in August. That's a lot. Yep. So, anyway. All right. uh, 728. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Hey, it is time to get a, a, a Cowboy training camp update. Christy Scales is standing by, and it's brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, Highway 6 and Imperial Drive. Check them out at richardcarr.com. Hi, everyone. With the Cowboys Training Camp Report, I'm Christy Scales. A decision has been made at kicker as the team prepares for the preseason finale. We'll hear from Brett Maher after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services. Tonight is the Cowboys' last training camp practice before the final preseason game, which takes place Friday night, and one position battle has been determined. Among five roster cuts yesterday was Liram Hiralahu, which leaves Brett Maher as the only kicker on the roster. While he appreciates the vote of confidence from the coaching staff, Maher says that their decision cannot affect his approach. Continue to focus on every single kick and every single week because this league is so volatile, and I've learned a few lessons along the way that um, I need to stay in my zone, do what I need to do, and and get ready to make every kick. Maher takes no opportunity for granted. This is his third stint with the Cowboys, and he's kicked for three Canadian League teams and six other NFL teams. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. 
Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boy's Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Let's Walk Waco is back for a free eight-week walking program. Join us at the kickoff event September 10th at 9 a.m. at the Bledsoe Miller Community Center free t-shirts and a goodie bag to the first 100 people who register or show proof of registration learn more about let's walk waco at www.bit.ly slash walk waco and join in the kickoff event on saturday september 10th at the bledsoe miller community center espn radio sports center I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Texas Rangers blew a two-run lead in the seventh, losing at Denver 7-6. They finished that two-game series this afternoon, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Justin Verlander tossed no-hit ball for six innings and struck out ten as the Astros prevailed over the Twins 4-2. Game two of that series tonight in Houston. The Pearland, Texas All-Stars are still alive at the Little League World Series after a 4-0 win over Iowa. They're back in action tonight at 6 o'clock against Pennsylvania. Nick Saban is once again the highest-paid coach in college football. A new contract extension will pay him $90 million over the next eight years. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by R.J. Ochoa from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. R.J., the uh, Cowboys have one more preseason game coming up on Friday night. 
at home against Seattle. But uh, let's let's go back to the to the Raiders game and and your overall impressions of how the Cowboys played. Uh, not Raiders, uh, Chargers. <laughs> Sorry, Ward looked at me like, "Well, you've lost your mind again." Uh, Chargers game. Uh, your overall impressions of, of of their performance against the Chargers. You know, I think it was a positive step forward. Obviously, um, you know, the Denver game didn't go well. Um, you know, the Denver joint practice didn't go well. And so, you know, it was, it was a week, I think, where everybody wanted to see the Cowboys rebound. And I think that did start with the joint practices with the Chargers. Uh, it's difficult to, to totally evaluate, you know, how positively they rebounded, just given the fact that, you know, CD Lamb didn't practice. And, and it's hard to, to kind of trust this offense when we haven't seen it. You know, we, we've only seen this offense go against their own defense. And so, um, that question mark still exists, but but defensively the Cowboys showed up yet again against the Chargers. Obviously, Kevontae Turpin stole the show with all the returns and whatnot. Um, it it felt like what this team needed. Um, you know, eight penalties is still a lot, uh, but but when you're trimming down from 17, it certainly feels um, you know like an inch compared to that mile. And so um, I, I think it was it was everything that, that this team needed. But you know, that in that moment, you know, I, I don't know that everything's hunky dory all of a sudden. There's still uh, a lot of ground to make up or a lot of ground to kind of uncover uh, as we get closer to the regular season. RJ, what is the thought process for the Dallas Cowboys not using the majority of their starters in any of the preseason games whatsoever, limited snaps in the in the team reps when they're in the joint practices? I mean, why why do they feel like that they don't need reps? I mean, it's, you know, What's your favorite ice cream flavor, Ward? I mean, you know, it's it's just kind of you know different different people, different tastes, different different vibes, different feels. Uh, I'm with you, like to, to be clear. So maybe we're both cookies and cream people. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, Mike McCarthy might be more of a Rocky Road guy, right? I mean, there, there are different teams who who approach the preseason. I mean, just this past weekend, we saw Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. I mean, obviously, two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and their offenses go at it completely uh, for just a little bit. You know, obviously, nothing crazy. Uh, but the Cowboys don't feel that way. And, and you can argue that maybe, you know, I mean, two years ago, they lost Dak Prescott for, you know, a majority of the season. And, and that kind of stuff spooks you. I mean, that kind of stuff leaves, you know, leaves scars and deep wounds uh, that don't all necessarily heal all the way over. And so, I mean, you know, I, I know I've, I've put it this way with you guys before. I mean, think about all the life we have lived since the Cowboys lost to the 49ers, right? Like we went through Valentine's Day. We went through St. Patrick's Day. We went through <laughs> the, the Masters. You know, we went through – I mean, all sorts of life. And so, like, you, you think about it, you're so close. You had a kid. Like, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> the, the, but he know, didn't. <laughs> they, they are so close to, to things mattering and, and to getting just not to the finish line, but to the start line. And, and if you don't, if you're not ready, you know, when you're going to run that 5K for, for the start line, it's just a miserable experience for you. And so I get being hesitant, but there's certainly an argument to be made that, that your players could benefit from the time. Ward asked me this a few minutes ago, and I'm going to ask you. Uh, I know we're at 80, and we got to get to 53. But with this 80-man roster, the way it's constructed, do you like this roster? I mean, I definitely have my qualms, and I've, I've definitely you know let my voice be known. Um, I don't like the way they've approached the swing tackle position. I don't think they have a viable swing tackle on their roster of their 80 players. I don't think they have – enough wide receiver depth. I mean, yesterday, Jalen Tolbert, the rookie, finally started to show off and, and have, you know, it's probably his best day as a Dallas Cowboy. And that's really exciting. 
And you can make the argument that, you know, he was working with Dak Prescott and what's limited him the last two weeks has been, you know, the fact that he's been working with Cooper Rush and Will Greer. And that's obviously a different sort of thing. I, I would say some of that's fair, but, you know, Jalen Tolbert had a big fourth down drop against the Denver Broncos that, you know, the ball was in his hands. I mean, you know, call, you know, say what you want about whatever the quarterback is, but I mean, the ball's in your hands. You got to catch it. And last week, you know, didn't get two feet down. Dak Prescott doesn't make you more aware of, of the spacing you're around. And so I'm, I'm a big Jalen Tolbert fan, um, but you know, everything is kind of depending on him, right? I mean, right now, Michael Gallup is still an injury question mark. James Washington's still an injury question mark. And it's been that way all along. I mean, the day James Washington got hurt, everybody started screaming, what receiver are you going to go out and sign? They haven't done that. I mean, they're, they're trying to, you know, look, I, I'm a big fan of what Kevontae Turpin offers as well, but, you know, their, their big plan is a dude who wasn't on any single NFL roster when they all had 90, you know, which is interesting. And, and maybe that's just the NFL completely and totally missing him, but that's another example of the roster's weakness. It has a lot of depth. I mean, you know, the defensive line as a whole is super deep. They're going to have to make some tough decisions as far as who they cut. The secondary is really interesting and full of a lot of players that everybody really likes. You know, the ticker thing, I mean, look, I'm I'm well on record. I'm not a fan of the way they've approached this. They showed up to training camp with two kickers on their roster. Neither of them made it through the preseason. One of them didn't even make it to the preseason in, in Jonathan Garibay. And so this isn't just, you know, like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll figure this out. I'll, I'll put something on five minutes before we leave the house. No, you have to, like, you have to take this seriously. And, and I don't think they have. And they played in nine games last season that were decided by one possession. And, and they just, you know, they don't seem to get that sense of urgency, but I would love for them to put me wrong in that sense. That was my next question, RJ. Since Dan Bailey, why has this team refused, other than Turpin falling in their lap last weekend, why has this team refused to take special teams as a priority for this football team? You know, I would say that Dan Bailey and Chris Jones were both excellent in that kind of heyday. Obviously, Dan Bailey was the kicker, and that put up points on the board. Uh, a great friend of mine, I think, you know, you guys have crossed paths with Ari Temkin, uh, once put it to me in a really interesting way that that their their greatness kind of led to the Cowboys becoming conservative and the Cowboys kind of, you know, assuming that, that all of that was just going to work itself out because of how productive and how reliable they were. And, and I think that they've, they've just been lulled into this false sense of security. I mean, Dan Bailey was an undrafted free agent that they discovered out of Oklahoma State, you know, 11 years ago now. And, and I don't, you know, look, nobody's saying you got to go spend a second round pick on a kicker the way the Buccaneers do with Roberto Aguayo. But you do have to take it seriously. And that, to your point, Ward, that's just one element of special teams. I mean, you can win games. You can lose games on special teams. I mean, there, there are massive swing moments. And we have seen that. We, we have seen John Fossil come in and provide some juice, provide some electricity as far as that side of the ball is concerned and help the Cowboys in some capacity. Now he's, you know, a little bit too risky. Sometimes there's, there's a, a point, you know, where you have to know not to, to kind of cross a Mendoza line, if you will. Um, but you know, you, at the end of the day, there are two sides of the ball that score points, offense and special teams defense as important as it is, does not score points. And so I, I just find it amazing that they will not take this seriously. Your last year among kickers who basically, basically among all starting kickers in the NFL, Greg Zerline had the worst extra point conversion percentage in the entire league. That's extra points. They're supposed to be gimmies. I know that they're more difficult now, but you're playing in games. This is a league where the margin for error is so thin. So I can't understand how you would be comfortable resting on any laurel with regards to points because they're so precious. 
talk to me about quarterbacks. Uh, we, we know who the starter is, and then there's three that are fighting for, or actually probably two fighting for the, the backup spot. Uh, where are they going with this? Is is this Cooper Rush? Is is this his job, or, or is there really some competition at that backup quarterback position? I know everybody wants to believe that there is, but I, I mean, this is something that that usually winds up being pretty chalk. Um, you know, and a lot of people love to say things like, "I've always found it interesting." People are like, "Well, just wait till roster cuts happen." You know, "Oh, you mean just wait till teams get rid of dudes that they don't like, right?" Like that's that's the big like, "I can't wait to go." you know, get a movie from the bargain bin, right? Like that's, that's surely where all the, the Oscars are won. Um, and, and so I, I think, you know, this isn't like kicker and, and cause you kind of can't approach that that way, you know, whatever kickers are cut, if you really like one, you can bring one in, you know, right before the regular season and figure it out. But this is an important position in a different way. I mean, it's somebody who has to have an understanding of the playbook of the scheme of the offense, of, of everybody on the team, obviously, who has to have a solid relationship, you know, not just, again, with, with offensive players, but with Dak Prescott specifically, with Kellen Moore. I mean, and so you can't just bring in somebody off the street, you know, right before the regular season at the 11th hour and expect to generate all of that. Cooper Rush has that advantage. I really don't care. You know, a lot of people do, but I really don't care that he led this team to a win against the Vikings last year. I'm very thankful for it. I don't mean to be ungrateful, but that really means nothing as far as this, this particular battle is concerned. And, and ultimately, I don't know that Cooper has lost the battle, if, if I'm being fair to the process. I mean, if, if I, you know, in my personal evaluation of Will Greer, one of his best qualities is just that he's not Cooper Rush. Um, and, and I know that sounds silly and, and, and whatever, but it's the truth. I mean, we've kind of seen it all from Cooper Rush at this point. He, he's, he's, you know, back to ice cream flavors. He's the ultimate, like, plain Jane, vanilla, no sprinkles, no anything. And, and that's not what I want in a backup quarterback. I have no idea what would happen if the Cowboys had to start Will Greer in, in a particular game. But that's exciting to me. That's thrilling to me. It could be in this incredible disaster, or it could be a lot of fun. But I think that that's what you need. You need that kind of prize mystery box. Because if, if your backup quarterback is just going to check things down and hope for the other team to make a mistake the way it happened against the Vikings, the odds of that happening are, are just so minuscule in today's NFL. And so I think they're probably going to lean Cooper Rush. I think he has the advantage of experience and, and seniority and, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, you know, Will Greer, I, I would have to have an incredible day, I think, on Friday night in order to, to leapfrog Rush in that capacity. Last year during training camp and, and throughout the season, all we heard on the defensive side was Micah Parsons. Really, it's been quiet on the Micah Parsons front throughout training camp. How's he? Ha- how's his training camp gone along, RJ? I think Micah, you know, is is truly, you know, he has all all sorts of fun and colorful ways to refer to himself. I mean, he, he's called himself the lion before. He really is like the the lion getting set to pounce. Um, I I just I. I don't think that we'll see a Micah Parsons who is as equally productive just because I don't believe in that happening. I mean, the the regression of the mean is coming for the Cowboys from a volume standpoint, from a production standpoint, Trayvon Diggs is not going to have 11 interceptions again. Right. And so I, I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if Micah's, you know, sack total dips in 2022, but I absolutely believe he's, he's a much better player. He's a much improved player. As crazy as that is to believe. Um, I I think, I mean, this, he, he's going to carry this, this defense. There's so few, there's a handful, an absolute handful of, of individual players who can carry a defense in the NFL. And he's one of them. So, I mean, as long as he's healthy, as long as he's available, I think it's difficult to, to not think that this defense is going to be successful, whether that's from, from a statistical standpoint or not. 
Is there going to be a a shocker when when the Cowboys do get down to fifty three? Or we is there going to be one that we're that we're going to look around and go, boy, did not see that one coming. I think the the biggest only kind of potential shock experience is is Kelvin Joseph, and, and I don't know that anybody would be shocked at this point given um, given his off the field you know troubles um, obviously over this past off season, but um, and, and I think it would only be shocking because you know he's a second year second round pick. Um, and so you, you typically, you know, don't cut players that, you know, that early and in, into a contract is that I have a draft pick, but the cornerback room is deep. Um, and if it's not Kelvin, it, it could be nation, Wright, who, who was the third round pick uh, a year ago. So I, I, I do think we could see a top 100 pick from, from last season moved on from, um, they just have so many options. Deron Bland has come in this year and, and kind of stolen one of those jobs. And so, you know, they're, they're going to have to go long in some places. They're going to have to go short in others. It's just kind of the compromise you have to make when you're building a roster. But um, other than that, I don't think there's any kind of, whoa, we absolutely didn't see this coming. The roster is pretty predictable overall. All right, RJ, what, uh, what do you got coming up on blogging the boys? Well, you know, I am so grateful that they are not playing a Saturday night game starting at 9 p.m. Central time because that <laughs> was terrible. Uh, but uh, so we're just kind of getting ready for Friday. Uh, we will be putting together a 53-man roster prediction show on our YouTube channel and our podcast network after the game on Friday night. So we're just kind of setting everything up for that. Uh, it's exciting. This is the final. This game is real, but not really real thing. Uh, and then in about two weeks, we get to do it all, uh, all for the you know, for real and, and, and for funsy. So it's going to be a good time. All right, RJ. Hey, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You do the same. RJ Achoa from Blog of the Boys at ESPN San Antonio talking Cowboy football with us. It is uh, 7.48. We're a dozen minutes away from 8 o'clock. You know, Ward, the other day, and I can't remember when it was, and Ron, you may remember, we were talking about the value of franchises. You know, the Yankees, the Celtics, uh, the Cowboys. I, I want to dive into that. I, I saw a report this morning and it talked about the value of some of these NFL teams. And some of these numbers will shock you. We'll talk about it coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Back to throw, check down, over the middle, intercepted by Diggs. Only heard here. Right sideline, 30, Diggs, 20, Diggs, house. All season. It's Trayvon Diggs and a touchdown. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Seahawks, Friday night at 6 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fields. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fields on Facebook. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. 
This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Texas Rangers blew a two-run lead in the seventh, losing at Denver 7-6. They finished that two-game series this afternoon, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Justin Verlander tossed no-hit ball for six innings and struck out ten as the Astros prevailed over the Twins 4-2. Game two of that series tonight in Houston. The Pearland Texas All-Stars are still alive at the Little League World Series after a 4-0 win over Iowa. They're back in action tonight at 6 o'clock against Pennsylvania. Nick Saban is once again the highest-paid coach in college football. The new contract extension will pay him $90 million over the next eight years. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty-four. We're uh, six away from eight o'clock. Coming up in a few minutes, John Morris will have today's Baylor Sports Beat program. We'll uh, we'll get to that here for you in uh, in just a couple of minutes. But I wanted to talk about this. We just had RJ on the program talking about Cowboys and the Cowboy game against Seattle on Friday night. And by the way, that game will be over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Friday night, we'll have Waco High right here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll have University on Star 104.9. Saturday afternoon, we'll have Temple on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. So the Cowboys end up on uh, 104.9. I know they don't. They end up on uh, 1330 and 93.3. They end up on Fox. And they uh, 
and the Ranger game on Friday night will be on Cool 101.3. So we, we've we got all kinds of things moving around here. So, But I wanted to talk about this, uh, and I, and I don't know if you saw this story, but the value of NFL teams from last year to this year, across the board, all 32 teams, mm-hmm. has, has jumped 28%. The value, I didn't say 2%, I said 28% valuation according to Forbes magazine so uh every that that takes it from 3.48 billion dollars to a valuation of 4.47 billion dollars that's a huge leap in 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 valuation now (laughs) who's number one do you think cowboys well of course they are you know look they win every year by a large margin yes they are they are valued by Forbes magazine at over eight billion with a B dollars. Jerry Jones is his first team to ever hit that eight mark. That's right. Eight billion dollars. Now, number two on the list, Patriots at six point four. That's a big gap. There is a humongous gap between the Cowboys and the Patriots. Rams, and I was a little surprised by this because nobody goes to games, but the Rams are at 6.3, I guess maybe because of L.A. I don't know. Uh, um, Giants in New York, 6. Because six, of L.A. and because yeah. SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Is that theirs or is that the Chargers? Is that a shared stadium? Well, it's it's a share, but, I mean, that certainly helps them. Bears at 5.8. Round out the top five. The Chicago Bears don't exactly win a lot of football games. So winning... And the Giants don't win a lot of football games. So winning is not a prerequisite, which, you know, I would have thought it would, you know, the teams that win a lot would have a higher value because of merch sales and things of that nature. But certainly it has to do with television markets. Look, New York, Giants, uh, Los Angeles Rams, TV markets have something to do with it. And then uh, there's yeah. the Cowboys that are just the Cowboys. Uh, it's the Cowboys. That's right. It, it's the I mean, brand. There's, there's no other explanation other than it's the Cowboys. And, I mean, and believe it or not, they still haven't won a Super Bowl in over 25 years. That's right. Now, I, I get it. It's a top 10 TV market. But you know what? If, if it's just about I, TV market, where's where's the Jets? Yeah, I don't where's believe. Where's the Houston Texans? I, I, I'm not buying the TV markets. I know it has something to do with it, but that's that's not the main factor. It's, it's the marketing genius that... The Cowboys going back to Tex Ram, right? Laying the groundwork, and and Jerry Jones. Look, say what you want to about him being a GM of a football team, but the owner of an NFL franchise, he's brilliant. Absolutely, he he's he's the best out there. He that's why he's in the Hall of Fame for what he did for the NFL. It's not the two Super Bowl rings that he can carry around. It has nothing to do with it. It's what he did for the NFL business-wise. That's right. And, and he, he drugged the NFL into a new new way of doing business, kicking and screaming. And now they're all – because they were saying, you can't do all, that. Now they're all in the B-mark. That's right. You can't do that. No, we don't do it that way. We all we, we all share. We have, one, we have one soft drink as the official soft drink of the league. He goes, no, I don't. I got, I got an official soft drink for – for for the Cowboys, you you all go do your own thing. I got an official beer for the Cowboys. You all go do your own thing. He he brought them kicking and screaming into a new way of doing business, and now they're all stinking thankful mm-hmm. because, as you pointed out, they're all in the B B department. 
I would say it's the 31 teams probably have the same kind of formula and then that 32nd team's the Cowboys because he does things so differently. Mm-hmm. And they're so innovative in how they do things. Plus, as you pointed out, for whatever reason, love them, hate them, it's the Cowboys. It is. It just is. All right. thought that was a fun little story. All right, 7.59. Let's go ahead and bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris, and he's got today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Soccer headed to Austin for two matches this week. We'll give you details and hear from head coach Michelle Leonard straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. During the Labor Day sales event, you can take your pick, a new 2022 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, and receive 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. If you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off your purchase. High-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco. This is Lauren Harrison with Baylor Volleyball, and this is my story. There was a time last season when I felt so much doubt, but then I came to my senses and realized this is not who I am. I am not the player who just hopes I can score a point. I am the player who plays with confidence, swagger, and joy. Playing against Florida was the turning point for me. I felt like I was finally playing like myself again. My name is Lauren Harrison, and this is my Champions Tribune. Read more Champions Tribune at BaylorBears.com. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor soccer off to an 0-1-1 start to the season. A 1-1 tie with Minnesota last Friday to open the season, followed by a 2-0 loss to Wisconsin on Sunday. Both of those matches at home. Now Baylor headed to Austin. They'll match up against Florida tomorrow afternoon at 4, then North Carolina on Sunday at noon. Head coach Michelle Leonard asked after the Wisconsin match on Sunday evening what she'd like to see from her team moving forward. Well, one, I think that we've got to start the game off with a more um, more urgency to get the ball into the box and to get runners into the box. I mean, we're creating early chances, and then we don't have the numbers in the box that we need to try to capitalize. And when, when you don't capitalize, the opponent can take more risk, and that's what's happened in the last few games. And we kind of lost momentum early on. Um, and then two, I think, obviously today, dealing with the heat and humidity in the first half, we started to fatigue. We've got to learn to manage the game a little bit better in those moments. The game got really stretched in transition moments, and then you're exhausted. Um, next week is going to be really hot at both of our games, and possibly humid. There's a lot of rain in the weather. So controlling the game and the tempo of the game a little bit more um, is going to be important for us, too. I think that we – I just told the players, like, we need you to meet the physicality of the game, and we need you to be a thinking, problem-solving soccer player. You can't be one and not the other. And I think we've got a lot of players that fit one description and not the other description. Some that can get on the ball and they can play and then struggle in the physical challenges. 
and others that are going to get in, tackle, win 50-50 balls, but then are struggling to make good soccer decisions. So we're really challenging them right now to all be good in both areas, in whichever area they're weak in, to grow. So that's going to be the biggest difference we're looking for. That's Michelle Leonard, Baylor soccer coach. Baylor taking on Florida tomorrow afternoon at 4 in Austin, then North Carolina Sunday at noon. Both matches televised on the Longhorn Network. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back in to Hour 2 of the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. We're going to talk some Tarleton State football coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour with Byron Anderson. Uh, they uh, they got a pretty easy opener, don't they? I mean, it's kind of a a, a cookie uh, for that first game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's... Uh, it should be interesting. Uh, it, it, look, coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's the John Morris Show, and he's going to have Kevin Eschenfelder on the program. He is the uh, voice of the University of Houston Cougars. He also does the pre- and post-game show for the uh, Houston Astros. So uh, he's seen a lot of winning here lately between Houston football, Houston basketball, and, and Astros baseball. Uh, Southwest Conference Hall of Famer uh, from uh, TCU, uh Carvin Holcomb is going to be coming up on um, on the the Matt Mosley program uh, a little later on uh, this afternoon in the four o'clock hour. So uh, that'll be fun. Ryan McGuire, the uh, volleyball coach, uh, Baylor volleyball coach uh, Ryan McGuire at five twenty. So uh, that's on the uh, Matt Mosley program. All right, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to get your thought, and I started not to even share this with you. I started just to kind of kind of throw this at you, and that's one of the things we we don't ever do. I mean, we 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 share the information so everybody can kind of get ready for the uh, the segment but <laughs> I, I thought i saw this this morning and and i wanted to get your thoughts here guys ncaa officials have sent out a letter to its members noting its enforcement staff's pursuit of potential violations of nil name image and likeness uh the email came from stan wilcox ncaa executive vice president uh, and uh, it said NCAA enforcement staff is actively investigating potential abuses of NIL transactions and will allege any 
substa- uh, uh, any concerns as soon as possible. Okay. Uh, went, went on to say that they're reviewing new reports of tampering, recruiting inducements, impermissible benefits, impermissible recruitment uh, recruiters, and other related uh, behaviorals in the email. <laughs> so they're they're asking member institutions to blow the whistle on each other, right, and help in the investigation. Good luck. That was exactly my thought. I mean, everybody is involved at some level in NIL right now. And you know that not all of the activities are within the, quote, guidelines. Yes, they are, Tom. Okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm just reaching here then. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying, hey, look, blow the whistle. On your buddy, because I mean, I just, I, I just, I thought that was kind of strange, didn't you? Yeah, it, it's a reach at best. So you're trying to get a handle on it now, and maybe they've been doing, it, maybe they have been. I, I, you know, I don't want to be that guy that just beats on the NCAA every chance he gets. But come on, uh, this, you know, somebody, and I think it's got to come from somebody other than the NCAA. I think at some point, if you're going to do something about it, if you're really going to get it to where you tr- where you really try to manage it, it's going to have to come from within, isn't it? It can't come from the governing body because the governing body's not governing. No, they're not. I mean, they they haven't. They at least haven't, it doesn't look like it. Well, they haven't in a long time over anything. It's particularly with, football with college football. That's where yeah. I was going. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I I don't know. It, Again, it goes back to what we said yesterday when when they opened the floodgates and they had no restrictions and no guidelines to how this is going to all come about. Follow your state it, policies yeah, or it whatever. Was, it was Katie barred the door because it, it's gonna it's gonna just be absolute chaos and that's what it's come down to. Yeah, I mean there's you know, and again I, I just a pipe dream of mine was that, hey, look, if you're going to do NIL, I'm not opposed to NIL. Not at all. Never have been. Uh, but if if you're going to do NIL, it, it, do something for it. Do exactly what it says. Use your name, your image, your likeness, not your signature. You know, it's, it should not be a recruiting inducement. Hey, you come here, here's. Well, I mean. Okay. But that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely it is. In a lot of cases. Not every case. I mean, you know, ninety nine point nine percent. But you know, you know, and it's not going to be long till these kids are going to figure it out, and and which they probably already have. I, I guess I'm way behind the eight ball, but you know, they're going to go into a recruiting trip, and hey, so and so can give me this. What do you got? Oh, you can't do that. See ya. Or, I, it's it's going to come down to that. Or yeah, I mean, and it may not be that blatant. But, oh, it will. But they know. I mean, everybody knows what the other guy's doing. I mean, you know, look. But I again, <laughs> I go back and go, why isn't Ward White's, he was getting X amount of dollars. Why isn't Ward asked to be at the premiere of the new Superman movie? You know, and, and sign autographs or, or whatever, or take pictures or whatever. You, you know what I'm saying? There's something. But I don't necessarily have to have them doing that. I, I don't, you know, I I need. So you're okay with the signing bonus, basically? Yeah. 
I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. I want it across the board. I don't. I don't want to say, "Hey, that guy can go sign autographs over here." I want it the way that SMU and Texas Tech has done it. I want it across the board. I'm more okay with that than I am saying this one guy can go make seven thousand dollars for sitting in a car dealership for thirty minutes signing autographs. I'm not okay with that. Well, I mean, that's that's the market. I know. I I know. And, and you but know, if you're going to pay players, pay players across the board. Well, I, I I get what you're saying, but the market says the star the star player is going to be valued more at, than the if than they the, want to get that on top of it. I'm still okay with that. They get that's their bonus. I think it ought to be across the board the way the Red Raiders and SMU has done you it. You want laundry money? Yes, <laughs> I, it's exactly what you I want. You want laundry money? I want everybody getting the same shot in the arm that everybody's getting. That's the way it should be. Well, or if you want to, if you want to take it all out of the mix, then put everybody's jersey in the pro shop and give them a percentage of what they sell. If they don't sell, they don't get. If they do sell, then they get. That's the market, and 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 that's fine. And and you can say, well, you know, you can't. Yes, you can. You could if you need to order seventy seven. You order seventy seven. It'll be here in ten days. I mean, you know, let's you know, you can you can do those kind of things. And I'm not opposed to an across the board fee if you will. Uh, but when it comes to the true NIL, I want it to be the true NIL. Now, well, maybe it's I, a pipe dream of mine. The, I mean, I don't NIL know. NIL is name, image, and likeness. That's fine. And I get what you're saying. And let them have that on top of it. But if we're going to pay players, then let's pay everybody the same amount that goes through that university. Whether it's, you know, and let the university set it. If it's 25 for them, fine. If it's 30 for them, fine. If it's 10, fine. But it needs to be across the board for everybody on that football team. So you're saying just football, or would you say in the athletic department? I, I would you say you're going to pay tennis players? You're going to play volleyball players? I, I'm you're gonna, paying them all? No, I'm going to pay. And if you want to pay them at a different stipend, then that's fine. But I'm not going to pay them as much as I pay my football team. So you're saying within the athletic department, if I'm hearing you right, you would like to see a. a what you know a, a a laundry fee if you will i mean a it's flat, a stipend it's yeah it's a flat rate and here's what everybody gets but that's what they're doing at again i keep bringing up tech because the twenty five thousand and smu because of the thirty thousand right that they they went across the board and they gave their scholarship players that much money and then even gave a certain preferred walk-on that much money as well too up to 15 walk-ons mm-hmm so, yeah, I'm all for that. Go for it straight across the board. Now, if if so in the, if uh, But that money's coming from outside the athletic department. Well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's your job to go find those guys. Those guys to to make sure that that happens. Well, and again, it's under the umbrella though of NIL. It's not, it, you know. It is. It so, absolutely is. But that's now, not NIL. If, if the if the if the quarterback wants to go sign autographs and make an extra 10 grand, I I'm not going to stop him. That's fine. Whatever. But if you want to make it equitable across the board, then make it equitable. Boy, it is things have changed, haven't they? Well, it's it's yeah, it's it's going it's not going to get it's not going to get any better. No. Uh and and the NCAA saying that they want to govern it and put tight tight tighten the strings on it is a joke. That is an absolute well, it's what the NCAA has become, a joke. 
And with that, we tell you it's 814. I agree uh, wholeheartedly, by the way. 814, this is, uh, in, you, you, you can't, as we've said a million times, put the genie back in the bottle. I mean, so. Mm-hmm. So let's just go forward and, and blow it up. Let's let's do it equally across the board for everybody. Now, does does Miami, you know, have more money than Toledo? If, yeah, to to be able to do it. Yeah, sure they do. I'm not saying make it equal across the board across the nation. Some universities are going to have more than others. Hey, that's there should be a cap, though, in my opinion. That's that's your problem. Go find the money. All right, 8.15, 15 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Boy, I'm glad I brought that up. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's time to check the weather forecast here on ESPN Central Texas. 20%. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 1 o'clock today. Mostly sunny. Highs near 89. North winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy. Lows down around 73 this evening. Currently, it is 76 degrees. The Riesel Coaches Show with Tyler Crow is brought to you by Kyla Dietrich and Kelly Realtors. Coach, time to get the season started, and you will do that Friday night against Blooming Grove. Talk a little bit about them Offensively, they run a spread, but they're pretty balanced, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're they're um, they're pretty good. They've got some good skill kids returning. They got a receiver that had over a thousand yards last year, and uh, he's back. And uh, they got a new quarterback, and they got a big running back that runs real hard. And uh, I believe they got three offensive linemen returning uh, that are pretty big kids. And so um, uh, they're definitely um, in the second system or second season of their system there with a coach. And so. Um, they're, they're going to be much better, I think, than they were this time last year, for sure. What about defensively? Uh, defensively, uh, they kind of play uh, a little loose in the secondary, kind of quarters coverage, and they run a 3-4. Um, those, those three linemen kind of rotate in uh, down front up there, and they're, they're pretty tough to handle. And they're, they got really good linebackers. I would say their linebackers are definitely the strength of their defense. And for your team, it looks like the strength is going to be in the trenches, and that's a good place to have it. No doubt. Uh, we've got four of the five offensive linemen returning from last year's team. Um, our other offensive linemen that will start for us this year actually started four games for us last year before he got hurt. And so there's a lot of experience right there um, up front. Uh, we've got a few seniors and a couple juniors. And so um, we're, you know, leaning on those guys early on uh, with our young skill kids kind of depending on them to lead the way. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, T-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tag, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling and Foundation, Myatt Fuels, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. It's 8-19, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. Let's see. It's time to welcome in Stephanie from Sales to speak on sports. Good morning. Let's, a little trivia. Yes. And I, I think we just, where is the University of Georgia located? Malta. Malta what? Georgia. Very good. So, speaking of Malta, <laughs> here we go. Nice segue. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Did you say the University of Georgia is located in Malta, Georgia? Isn't that what you told me? <laughs> I tell you a lot of things. You most lied of to it, me again? Most of it's not true. <laughs> Ryan, I thought you had my back. <laughs> I'm staying out of this. Okay, so Athens. speaking of Malta... This Maltese, <laughs> oh, here we go. Can we focus? <laughs> this yeah, we can. Okay, can you? I can too. I'm trying. Oh, really? Yes. So this Olympic swimmer from Malta named Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Neil! You know Neil from Malta. I can't pronounce his last name. No, seriously, he holds the record in the 400, 800. Wait a minute! You're just gonna skip over the dude's last name? Okay, I'll try to pronounce it. Aegeus. Okay. Hey, well, well, hey, we'll roll with it because we, we don't, don't know. know. That just fake it. That's right. When in fake doubt, fake it. it. <laughs> Anyways. O'Neill from Malta. Let me tell you about him now, folks. He's an Olympic swimmer. Okay. But he has no last name. Aegeus. Okay. Okay. He was an Olympic swimmer. He holds the Maltese record in the 400, 800, 1500 freestyle. That's not my point. I'm getting to. <laughs> well, then what is? <laughs> He's 35 years old, and he swam 78 miles from Lenosa, Italy, back to Malta in 52 hours. So he beat Grandma yesterday. By the now, way, wait, wait, just, <laughs> by the way, stop, stop. For real? He did not swim from Italy to Georgia. Not Georgia, Malta, Spain. Georgia. The other part of the world, like Europe, Malta. <laughs> Why are you, you looking said at me? Georgia, the University he of Georgia, asked, just a minute ago. But not for Neil. Oh, Neil's from Malta. Not, not Neil from Malta. <laughs> <laughs> but get this. He did it in 52 hours, and he did have people in boats that went with them. So he swam straight for 52 hours, 78 miles. That's less than 100 miles. There, okay, I, <laughs> I call no way. He did not swim 52 straight hours. He holds the world record of unassisted, what do they say? He did not swim 52 hours. He did not swim 52 hours without stopping. Google it. 
I don't have to Google it. That's inhumanly impossible. That's two, over two days without sleep. Without By the way, sleep, without stopping. It says he swam through two sunrises and two sunsets. To me, that means he didn't sleep. It, it, but uh, just to let you know. Somebody's yanking your chain. We efforted. Google it. <laughs> we, we, we did. I don't even have to. That's we, inhumanly impossible. We did grandma. We Googled grandma, and that didn't happen. Well, Google said it did. What did it say? It was a spoof? Sport, sports satire. Well, I don't know what that means. That means that it's means fake it's news. That means it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor grandma. I was rooting for her. But Neil from Malta is real. There's no way he swam uh-huh. 52 they, hours listen, nonstop. They live streamed it, and it drew over 2 million viewers, according to Maltese sources. I oh. actually thought Maltese was a dog, but there's a country called Malta. Also a falcon. What? A falcon dog? No, a <laughs> falcon falcon. Like a bird? That would be a falcon. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. oh, boy. Anyways, oh boy, oh boy. he holds a world record in ocean swimming. 52 hours, 78 miles. No way. Google it, Ward. I don't have to. G- okay. <laughs> Corey, Corey Look, Hart, CNC Collision there's Center a, text like, line. I have a picture of him. Uh, you think that's made up? Well, I don't think, I, I don't doubt that he did it. He swam it in 52 total hours. I am saying he did not do it in 52 consecutive hours. It says he started stroking on June 28th and swam through two sunrises and two sunsets, and he arrived in Malta at 10 p.m. on June 29th. He'd have to do that. He'd, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not. No, gonna... he didn't have to. You, can't, there's no way he swam. He must have trained a lot. He's an Olympic swimmer. I don't care. He'd yeah, have. <laughs> Corey says, I was so confused on where the University of Georgia was. I thought Athens, but she had me second guessing myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry, dude. It's oh. Tom's fault. Anyways, look it up. He's a thing. <laughs> was a no, thing. he's not. Neil from Malta. Neil. Oh, and get this. Before he started, his fiance proposed to him. <laughs> she did? Yeah. Good luck, baby. Huh. Hope you make it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steph. All right. You got to look that up. Why do you no, not second well, guess me? We second guessed you yesterday, and you that that was just. Well, I didn't know even... there were such things as sports satires. Uh, yes, there is. Here, here's a little <laughs> tip for you. If oh, just shoot. because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean it's true. Well, I think this was true because I studied it yesterday afternoon. <laughs> What are you finding, Ryan? It's on the Malta News Agency website. Hey, touchdown for stuff. Oh, there's the proposal right there. Yeah. See? All right. Can't I, argue that I, one. It's not true. Lord, I'm leaving. Y'all have a good Wednesday. <laughs> See ya. That is Stephanie from... Did you sell anything, by the way? Sure did. All right, good for you. Uh, Stephanie from Sell, speaking on sports or thereabouts, uh, will... Uh, Let's, let's jump back on our CNC Collision Center text line and tell you. Uh, this is from the 903, covering some stuff that we did earlier today. Uh, from the 903, it's good to watch an actual baseball game instead of what the Rangers are doing. That's from the 903. Uh, and, and again, if you just joined us, we were talking about the Yankees in the Subway Series. And, I, you know, I watched the game last night and, and, and thought it was a fun game to watch in, uh, in a well-played game. So uh, good, and that's what they were referring to. All right. Uh, Robert said, 
Let's see. Uh, I agree with Ward because there is no I in team. It takes the lineman blocking for the quarterback to have time to throw, and it takes the running backs to get uh, inches uh, to get into the end zone. Anyway, uh, so that's uh, concerning NIL and, and, and maybe doing it across the board and just a, a flat fee or, or something to that degree. All right. Uh, let's see. Grumpy old fan. Let's see what grumpy old fan says. He's uh, Stephanie is at least more believable than Tom's take on the Rangers chances. That, that's not true. That's not true. Yes, it is. They're 11 out in the wild card. Is that possible? No. No, no, no. I said is, no. I, I didn't say it was probable. No, I said it's is not it, possible. It's not possible to overcome no. an 11-game deficit? No, it's not. Not for this team. I didn't say with no, this I, team. I, I'm just telling you. you got to take into account what you're working with. Well, and no, it's not possible. It absolutely is not. They've won three of their last five. I don't care. It's not possible. They're at 56. Not possible. 60 was the win total last year. They're at 56. And last year... They absolutely stunk. Yeah, they did. This I year, mean, they'll stink a little less. But they're still going to be. But they're still going to stink. Okay. I'm just saying, how many do they get? Does anybody anybody want to venture a guess? Do they, They've got, what, a, a full month, right? they got over 30 games? In the first week of October, they have a couple of makeup games with the Yankees as well. Yeah. I'm not saying they'll guarantee to win those, but... It's actually game. I'd almost game. guarantee him not to win those because they're going to be important to the Yankees probably. Uh, they, you know, battle out with Houston on the uh, best record in baseball, uh, in the American League, rather. Uh, I don't know. What, can they get to 73, 74? They're at 56 right now. I don't think so. Ryan, you, you've seen this team more than any of us. Can they get to 73, 74, somewhere I in that neighborhood? I think that's a big ask, especially what they're fixing to do. As soon as we turn about seventeen, isn't it? You got to have about seventeen. That's that's playing five hundred baseball. Yeah, but I mean, are they gonna? Are they gonna? And well, soon as point. we soon September first, yes. As soon as we turn the calendar, are they gonna start bringing up the young pups and see what they got? Turn it loose. Could hey, if they don't, I'm gonna be very disappointed in them. The question is, I don't care if they get wins or not at are, this point. Are, yeah, I, I want to know who you got. Are some of the guys that they got that they're gonna be? serious contenders to make this roster next year are they already a part of what they're doing like a Bubba Thompson and, and those guys I, I think you need to go deeper into the farm system and really find out what you've got so you can showcase them and use them for trade bait in the offseason you're gonna you're not gonna be able to get it all done in free agency just not you're gonna have to make some trades to get where you want to get if you want to be a contender next year which has been the Calendar year that they've said that they're going to be a contender, right? 23 was it. Okay. Well, free agency is not going to get it done for you. You're going to have to make some trades, and you're going to have to give up some of your farm system to get there if 23 is the target date. That was that was what the previous regime so, has, has for, said. For you knowing what you have and for you being able to tell other teams what you have, you better get these pups on the field and get them some ABs. All right, uh, we'll see what they do on September the 1st when they expand the rosters. And I need to apologize to Stephanie. Yeah? He did swim 52 hours without stopping. Yeah, we won't apologize. She's left the room. We'll just tell her tomorrow that she was wrong again and keep moving. (laughs) That's unbelievable. Now, surely he had to – you would think he'd have to either go from a a 
normal front stroke to a back stroke. Then maybe he did. It didn't, you know, to, he he just got from point A to point B in fifty two hours. But he did. It was a nonstop swim. It says. Wow. I, I didn't think that was humanly possible. I think you could do fifty two hours of anything straight. So over two days, he was awake and swimming. Well, you know, and again, what about like nonstop nutri- nutrition? What about? I mean, I mean, hey, did you did he do it without any kind of? I would think food. That, I mean, you'd have to have some hydration, right? Yeah, I mean, you, there's. That's just that is mind blowing. It, it is. is. It really is. And then it leads me to another question. Mm-hmm. No, stop. Why? Oh, that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no, no, I know where you were going. Well, he's in the water. Stop it. <laughs> Take 31. We're going to talk some Tarleton football. We're going to do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce Cherry. You know, when when I got to Waco 98, uh, you know, it, Dave, he was done, he was retired from the trip, but he would still come around. I always said, you know, when he came into the newsroom, it was like Moses coming down from the mountain, you know? I mean, <laughs> and so he carried that much reverence, and yet he was just as approachable as your next door neighbor. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Hey, it's me too. Hey, my phone's ringing. It's my mama. Hold on. Mama, you're on the radio. Oh, Lord, help. <laughs> We're making a commercial. Love you, bye. Okay, love you too. All right, well, that was my mama. How is your mama? She had brain surgery, so she got a soft spot. Y'all call my mama and tell her, like, we hope she gets to feeling better. 254-749-2183. But she does need well wishes. And Uh-oh. so do we at Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair at 254 Well, we wish you would call. 4922. I did that. Or fixitjimmy.com. That's me. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems. I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Texas Rangers blew a two-run lead in the seventh, losing at Denver 7-6. They finished that two-game series this afternoon, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Justin Verlander tossed no-hit ball for six innings and struck out ten as the Astros prevailed over the Twins 4-2, game two of that series tonight in Houston. The Pearland Texas All-Stars are still alive at the Little League World Series after a 4-0 win over Iowa. They're back in action tonight at 6 o'clock against Pennsylvania. Nick Saban is once again the highest-paid coach in college football. A new contract extension will pay him $90 million over the next eight years. Will Zalatoris is pulled out of the Tour Championship due to a back problem. The injury will also keep him out of the President's Cup next month. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Day 36. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Let's uh, let's welcome in Byron Anderson from Tarleton State University to the program. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good, Tom. Appreciate uh, you guys giving me a couple of minutes this morning to talk about Tarleton State University and the uh, school year and all the big sports coming around here in the next couple of weeks. Hey, let's begin with football. Uh, how has TSU used the, the transfer portal to their advantage? Oh, man. Um, you know, that is a question that, uh, you know, the transfer portal has changed things the last couple of years you guys know this i'm sure you talk about it all the time whether it be uh baylor or one of the other many schools that you guys cover but um it's just changed a lot of things you know i think the biggest thing that it changes is obviously how easy it is for student athletes to come and go and i think at least for football um if i could give you the example there i think the biggest deal for football is probably the quarterback situation you know the quarterback is such an interesting spot, and we brought some some new players in through the transfer portal. Portal, matter of fact, we had a pretty big turnover this year when it comes to quarterback. Uh, brought in a young man from uh, Kentucky, a guy from Holy Cross. But the thing that makes it so interesting uh, about the about quarterback specifically is, you guys know this, if you're a running back, right, or a wide receiver or a defensive back or really any other position but kicker or punter uh, on the team, there's multiple spots and multiple 
uh, places that you can play. You know, there, there could be up to four wide receiver spots. You could have two tight ends. You could have two running backs that switch out and kind of do a campaign together. But at quarterback, really, there's only room for one guy to play, right? So what used to be one of the hardest positions, I think, the way it used to be, it used to be really hard to get a, to find a quarterback and get a guy in here. But now with the transfer for portal, it's much easier to find some of these guys that maybe, you know, like the guy Bo Allen that, that has come in from Kentucky for us uh, that will play here. He's a guy that was at Kentucky for a couple of years. And I forget the name. It starts with an L, the Kentucky quarterback that played last year. You know, they beat Florida uh, last year. He's a really good uh, player, but there just wasn't a spot for Bo Allen. So it goes out and he's looking for one, and we get lucky and, and, and pick up a guy that was at one point a four-star quarterback coming out of high school. I think to me, as far as football goes, that's the biggest change as far as the, the portal. Now, there's a ton of other stuff that goes into it as far as student-athletes being able to use the transfer portal, how it affects your APR. Those are things in the reclassification that we're looking at as we move forward. But the biggest difference I've seen is that it's, it's easier than it's ever been for any school if you can go out and find them. To, to replace a quarterback that used to be the hardest thing and and now I think it's just much easier because there's so many people looking to move you know whether it be after spring or or maybe if some if another school brings somebody in at the start of camp Byron, what's going to be the strength of this football team early in the season is it on the defensive line the offensive line the quarterback you're talking about where where is this team going to lean in the first three or four ball games to find its identity I think it's going to be the offensive line for the Texans, and uh, they have uh, everybody that returns this year will be a uh, started last year for them. Uh, I talked to to Todd Witten, the head football coach, and we haven't had a full sit down visit yet. Uh, our first game will be next Thursday night, right here at Memorial Stadium, but. We talked a little bit, and he is really high on his offensive line. He's got a lot of guys uh, coming back that have played multiple years for him. He feels like uh, that will be the thing that they lean on early in the season. Um, you know, the quarterback position, uh, you know, uh, Bo Allen, I think, was like uh, 11 of 19 rushed for a touchdown. He didn't get to play a whole lot at um, Eastern Kentucky. The other guy that we got to transfer from Holy Cross, his name is Marco Siderman, and he had some really good moments at Holy Cross. But, again, neither one of those guys have uh, strapped it up and played a full season at the college level. So, I think that might be a, a, a place that we've improved in the off season, but you can't ever tell right on a quarterback until they really uh, put on the pads and, and start firing bullets against uh, you know real competition. Um, you know the other thing to, to, that, that I think you need to keep an eye on is the defense. There's a new uh, defensive coordinator, Coach uh, Nixon, has come over for the Texans, taking over for Marcus Patton, and I've heard great things about him. The defense really looks good, especially early on in camp. They were getting the better of the offense. Now, that's changed a little bit. It looks a little bit different than it did early in the season, but that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, he's got a lot of guys over there that can go. Some, and Again, the transfer portal has brought some young men in. They look good in practice, but you can't ever tell. But I think for sure, uh, early in the season, it's going to be the offensive line. Byron, kind of off the field. Well, not kind of off the field, but definitely off the field. One of the things I was just kind of looking at is it, it looks like the the game experience, not just 
the 60 minutes of football, but the entire day, the game experience is, is very important to to Tarleton State University with with your, uh, your your tailgating and everything that goes with it. It, it. Talk a little bit about that for folks who may want to come up and, and watch the Tarleton football game this year. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great point, Tom. You know, we uh, we have not just moved from Division Two to Division One on the field, right, where we're making strides to find better players, uh, you know, better athletes, better coaches, and you know upgrade what we're doing there but we're trying to upgrade everything and like you said you know we've got uh, we're doing another upgrade to the stadium we're putting north uh, bleachers in that will kind of bowl off the stadium uh, those we hope to be done they're, they're almost done hope to be done by the first game of the year against mississippi valley next thursday night uh, so we've we've upgraded there. We're constantly upgrading, whether it be fireworks or you know the tailgate. We've got Texan Alley, which the last couple of years has been totally full. So now we're having to expand that. We've got pregame shows for a lot of the you know radio shows that we get to do. That's not something we always got to do, but for games like Homecoming and and uh, Family Weekend and the opening weekend, we've got you know pregame shows, tailgate shows uh, that you'll see when you go around. There's you know, we have something really cool here um, uh, that we the football team, once they get done eating, walks up to the statue of uh, uh, Colonel Earl Rudder. Uh, and and may, many people may know him. He was a te- he's a Texas A&M graduate, but he also graduated from Tarleton State, coached here a little bit. His uh, statue is here and, and the ROTC makes a speech before every game and then they fire the cannon uh, that we have uh, out there and it's a really cool experience Uh, you know Earl Rudder if people don't know uh, you know on D-Day his group was the first group uh, his uh, and I'm not a military guy and so I don't know that his uh, what do you call it Uh, infantry there you go his infantry was the first to make it over the hill and that is uh, one of the big things that is celebrated here. And, and that experience will give you chills up the back of your neck uh, when you hear that speech and the ROTC put that whole presentation together. Then we move over and, you know, the team walks through the uh, that area and goes and gets ready for the game. You know, I talk to the players. They're really uh, – they get really excited. It inspires them a whole, inspires them a whole lot. So, yeah, the, the whole experience uh, is something before the game and even after the game that we're trying to – you know, that's another thing in this reclassification that we are uh, updating and upgrading every time we can, whether it be, you know, little things, you know, promotions and stuff that we do for every game. We're just trying to do it from not just on the field, from every different angle because, you know, football in Texas is uh, – some people call it a religion. I won't go that far. But, you know, there's some people that I know that are much more uh, passionate about that than they, than they are some of those other things. So we try to make it as fun as we can and uh, just – really encourage the fans to come out and be a part of it. It's so easy to sit at home now and watch things on TV. We've got the games, the home games on ESPN plus, but if you're sitting at home and watching it on TV, especially if you're a Tarleton alumni, or if you're even the parent of a Tarleton alumni, you're missing out. Byron special teams for the Tarleton Texans, uh, former Temple Wildcat, Adrian Guzman, the lone kicker yeah. last year for the Texans had a pretty good freshman campaign. Is he in the driver's seat again to be the main kicker for the Texans? Well, as far as I can tell, Ward, uh, I believe he is. And he's done a great job his first couple of years. Uh, We're looking for him to take the next step. And uh, I think – 
Todd Witten is really encouraged in what he's seen uh, over this last summer. You know, we have a really good putter as well, and Jake Walrath. Uh, he's a guy that uh, set the record last year for most yards net per punt at Tarleton State, and uh, I don't know how many people are talking about that across the nation, but he had averaged a little over 42 yards per punt net. So, uh, yeah, the Texans' uh, special teams, that third thing, you know, it's always got to be uh, – got to do it three different ways, offense, defense, and special teams, and I think that's something that, you know, maybe with the reclassification and all the extra scholarships that you get going from a little over 30 to, to right around 60 uh, in the last couple of years, that was one of the things that – Coach Witten always used to point out, you know, hey, <clears throat> you know, when we played SFA, when they were Division One and we were Division Two, that was always a spot that he said, hey, we're at a significant disadvantage there because they have scholarships to give those kickers and punters, and we don't. Uh, I have to spend that money on, you know, position players. And that's changed. He can use that money and get those guys, uh, you know, down there from Temple Way that, that have been really big studs in, in high school, and we can bring them this way. And, and now that that may be as far as the scholarship side of things that may be one of the biggest differences in these teams as we make that reclassification. You mentioned the reclassification and and the upgrade of the schedule w- with all of that in under consideration what is a fair expectation in your opinion Byron for for this 22 campaign? Well, you know um <clears throat> We've had winning seasons the last two years, in the first two years of the reclassification. So um, we were 5-3 and three in the spring of 21, and then in the fall of 21, we went 6-5. and five. And I think actually with the 6-5 and five record, you know, the, the head coach, Todd Wynn, was a little bit disappointed. Felt like there were a couple of games, one against Southern Utah in particular, that we played out in Austin, or excuse me, in Arlington, uh, one that he felt that we should have won. Now, I will say that one of the biggest problems it was a 40 to 35 loss to Southern Utah. That was the only game that Southern Utah won. But I will say this, we had a couple of guys defensively on the defensive line that were hurt that game. And then I don't know if you guys, I'm a super uh, big football dork, so I watched NFL preseason games. And one of the best players uh, in FCS in the nation, maybe the best one last year that nobody talks about, is Brent Braxton Jones. Uh, Braxton Jones was the left tackle at Southern Utah. He was a fifth-round draft pick, and right now he is starting at left tackle for the Bears. Um, so, you know, there's there's obviously some good teams that, that they played the last couple of years, and, and that was a, a spot he thought that they could win. Uh, just looking at the at the schedule, though, I mean, to be honest with you, if we didn't get to seven wins um, with what we got, obviously there's a huge game at TCU, 7 p.m., and if we win that game, we can go 1-10 as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but, but that's just me. But, uh, but, no, I would say around seven wins is what I would – if I put an expectation expectation on it that to me would be a successful season you're still going to have you know you get the tcu game uh then you got games against stephen f austin sam houston uh abilene christian was a tough game for us last year we were really down we get them here that year but those are games you know other than that i think we would be favorites when you look at games like mississippi valley eastern new mexico northern alabama southern utah southwest baptist uh utah tech and houston baptist i feel like we should be at least even or favorites in all of those games. It's the other, you know, four that are going to be question marks for me. And I think for sure we can pull one of those off. So seven 
games, you know, you think you probably lose one of the ones you're supposed to win and win one of the ones you're supposed to lose along the way. If, if we got seven, uh, I personally would be happy with that. Byron, also not only the moving up the classification and, and all the new things that are going on at Tarleton State University, you also have a new addition to Memorial Stadium with the new end zone seats. How did that come along and how does that look? Yeah, you know, um, this will be a record year once again uh, for Tarleton State University when it comes to enrollment. I believe the last thing I read and the I don't know if the final numbers have come in, but we'll be over across all of our campuses that we have. You know, we have one in Fort Worth. We have one in Colleen. Um, and, of course, we have one here. We're going to have over 15,000 uh, students total. Uh, and and that's, a, <clears throat> that's a record. Uh, you know, and a lot of this stuff is, you know, just – as far as how it comes about, you just want to be prepared for for anything. Um, the the you know the landscape of college sports and especially college football is in flux right now, right? It's it's not as sturdy as it used to be, especially for a team that's in re- reclassification like us. So, you know, getting those stands one, we led the WAC last year in home attendance, so we needed some more space. Uh, we don't want our fans to have to sit down if they come to the game, right? And this will this should expand our seats to around, uh, I, I believe the number's around 24,000 as 8,000 seats were put up there uh, in the end zone. But I think this gives us some flexibility uh, as far as, you know, if, if we need to make a move, right? I, I'm not saying that we will, but if we need to make a move and do something, there are certain requirements that you have to make uh, to go to different levels of college sports. And I, I think part of it is obviously we want the fans there, but part of it is we want to be flexible and, and uh, have the the best facilities in the Western Athletic Conference is one. And, and we just want to have that flexibility to, to be able to do, you know, we're also going to, we're also building a new track facility right now. Um, there'll be a turf field in the middle of that, a practice area, but a brand new track facility. We built a new soccer field. Matter of fact, we have our first women's soccer home game uh, tomorrow. The Tarleton women's soccer team is 1-0-1 on the season, or excuse me, 1-1-1 and on the season. So, no, 1-0-1. I'm right. The other one's exhibition. <laughs> um, but, uh, sorry, I, I'm trying to keep up with women's soccer. And, uh, I, I, <laughs> Easy. All I know is, I, no, no, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I've enjoyed watching it. It's just uh, – uh, I don't know a whole lot about it. I'm trying to educate myself on it. Uh, but the baseball facility and softball facility, last year we redid the fields. This year we'll redo the stands and the uh, press boxes. So there's just a lot going on, and that doesn't even count all the changes that are going across the university. If you haven't checked out Tarleton State uh, and you went there, you need to come back and look around because you're going to come on this campus and it's going to knock your socks off. Hey, Byron, we're up against the clock, man. We do appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and uh, have fun this year. Hey, we will, and we always appreciate the time, you guys, and uh, uh, we'll talk at you in the next couple of weeks. Sounds good. Appreciate your time. Byron Anderson, the uh, voice of the Tarleton State Texas. Yes, he is. And, and uh, man, I'm telling you. Uh, there, Associate it, athletic director? Yeah. I, I was at TSU for you a did baseball, baseball game, game over there, didn't you? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I, it, I was there really the is. first year they reintroduced – baseball mm-hmm. and then i went back and i, I, I was in a playoff game this year and i went whoa it's mm-hmm. in the same location but it doesn't look, doesn't the, look same. the same not at all all right uh 853 and uh, we got a final word coming up in just a moment the mark coaches show with kevin hoffman is brought to you by in commons bank 
Coach, coming off another terrific long run a year ago, talk a little bit about your team this year and the and the personality of this football team going into 2022. Yeah, this team is uh, totally different than what we've had the past couple of years. Uh, you know, this team is, is uh, hungry and uh, uh, they're determined and they, they've been uh, working hard since all the way back to, you know, January. Uh, you know, they're just, they're, they're focused on the task at hand and they, uh, uh, they, they feel like the last couple of years, uh, you know, they haven't um, taken care of business and, and what they wanted to achieve. And uh, uh, it's, a, it's a totally different uh, feel and totally different look. And I was going to ask, from from the fan perspective, is it going to look differently on Friday night? Uh, well, not so much with the the uh, the X's and O's, uh, but it'll look different from uh, uh, you know probably the strength of this team is going to be uh, our offense and defensive line. Uh, those kids uh, are the leaders of this group uh, <clears throat> and the leaders of this team. And like I said, going back to January when we got back to school, those were the main uh, 10, 12, 15 guys that were uh, up here in early morning workouts and uh, involved in powerlifting. And and uh, so uh, you, they've definitely gotten bigger and they've gotten stronger. And, uh, um, you know, they, they want to they wanna get back. You're playing Paris Chisholm uh, Friday night. Is, is this opening non-district ball game, is it about – the game or is it about your team well i mean we want to we definitely want to uh you know put a good product on the field and uh, uh we want to play well and and obviously you know everybody wants to win uh but uh you know this this game along with the uh, the next three you know our four non-district games are 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 more about uh you know getting these kids especially the young ones that don't have much friday night experience uh, get them uh, get them up to speed and, and uh, find out uh, what we can and can't do. And, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll evaluate uh, these, these first four games and, and see uh, if we need to make any changes or we can continue to uh, add and, uh, um, you know, continue to move forward with this offense and, and defense and, and uh, you know, get these, get these kids and uh, give them the best opportunity to be successful. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. All right, 857, that is going to do it for us on a Wednesday. We're right back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. John's coming up at 3 this afternoon, and J-Mo's going to have Kevin Eschenfelder, the voice of U of H. That'll be coming up at 3 this afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.